Uh, welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jesse, as always. As always. Hey, Jesse, what's up? Uh, not much. Not much. Um, so, Cocktail Corner. I don't think we have any nerd news today. No. Uh, it's a it's slow goings for the nerd yeah, news. Yeah, I mean, it is 2021, but it's still early enough that... Not a lot's happening. Not, not a lot yet in the nerd news sector in the first week of 2021. True. Um, Cocktail Corner, we had some super high-end... Champagne with a Z. Like, uh, <laughs> Like Shit's Creek. Yeah. Um, and then we added these little like fizzy um, flavor flavor yeah, in them. And things. it was it's good. That's good. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, so yeah. Uh Jess, you wanna tell them what the episode's about today? Oh, uh, we did another interview. Yeah, we did. You wanna Oh, well I didn't know if you were gonna say it or what yeah. I mean. So I uh today we're doing <laughs> Today we're doing an interview uh, with cosplayer uh, Sheba, um, and yeah, we're super excited Sarah about Nimble. it. Hashtag. Hashtag perpetually single, single correct. Yeah. She'll, 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 that yeah, her, she'll shout that out. Um, uh, but yeah, so we are super excited to have her on today. Sounds Welcome, good. Sheba, we're so glad you could be on with us today. Hi, nice to be here. <laughs> um, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, and that can be like not con or cosplay related too. Sure. Yep. Um, so I am a teacher um, during the day, if you will. <laughs> um, I teach elementary school. Um, I live in Canada, so uh, in a town outside of Toronto. Um, I have been doing cosplay for about five years now maybe I believe um and it pretty much just started with a love of Halloween and then grew from there um I am the eldest of three kids so um I'm in my late I'm 37 I don't really it doesn't really bother me to tell my age but um I'm 37 um I'm of South Asian so Pakistani background and I'm Muslim so um, a lot of things, a lot of the stuff that I do with cosplay is, uh, you know, it's a very interesting um, trying to explain to South Asian parents that you're going to go cos- uh, dress up in costume, go to conventions and just, you know, get your picture taken. And it's a little, it's a different thing. So uh, <laughs> sure. yeah, it's a uh, basic, the basic stuff without cosplay, a lot of cosplay stuff uh, about me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so this kind of relates to what you just said. Uh, how do you think that your heritage has shaped you as a cosplayer? It's definitely made it um, interesting because I, a lot of the costumes that I have to do, I have to modify them. Um, whether I, a lot of them, I, if I make them, I have to modify them. Or if I'm buying them, then I have to like make sure that I have a shirt to wear underneath and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just extra planning kind of on my part because I, I dress um, modestly. So I try to make sure everything's covered kind of thing. Um, so there's a lot of that. There's, um, anytime I do photo shoots, I have to just make sure that I'm, uh, you know, I ask what kind of things are expected at the photo shoot because there's a, there's certain things that I, I won't do. Absolutely. Um, thankfully, thankfully I've been really lucky with a lot of the people that I've worked with. They've, they've had no problem, no issue. They're like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's great. We're not looking for, um, you know, looking for exact screen accuracy or anything like that. So it's made it a lot easier for me to, to do cosplay. Um, it has also made it a little challenging because, of, as I mentioned before, um, being Pakistani, 
background and Muslim, when you first tell your family that, hey, I'm going to a convention, yes, I'm dressing up, they're like, I don't understand. Or <laughs> after, a, like, you know, I, I would go to a convention and then I come home and I'd change and be like, all right, I'm ready to go to whatever event I'm going to, um, a family, friends, dinner, or a wedding. Sometimes I've gone with just, you know, wigs on still, just change my outfit. And they're like, but why won't you take off the wig? And I'm like, eh, I don't feel like it. Yeah. So to, you know, explain all of that is uh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I could see, I can definitely see how that would just be like crazy, you know, crazy to, uh, it's crazy to a lot of people. I know cosplay in general, yeah. like, and then yeah. you add in, you add in that part of it too, just the family expectations and stuff. And they're like, what? Yeah. And like with Muslim and Pakistani backgrounds, for the most part, people just assume that by the time you're 25, you should be married and, and that kind of thing. So my mom, when I was younger, would be like, oh, you should get married. You should get married. And then I turned 30 and I, that hadn't happened. And it still hasn't happened. So every so often she's like, um, are you going to, you know, you, all you do is dress up in costume. Will you ever get married? And I was like, you do realize that this isn't going to stop at any point in time, which, uh, She's kind of understood it now, but every so often she'd be like, but, but okay, you're, you're gonna this, this is a phase, right? I'm like, no, no, it's not a phase. It's here to stay. Oh my gosh. Um, so when, uh, when and what was your first experience with cosplay or costume making? Um, my first experience, I think I went to Fan Expo in Toronto a long time. I'd been wanting to go for, for a long time. And I think it was around 20... 14 maybe 2013 2014 um and a few of my friends were like yeah let's all go and so we all went and I asked are you all dressing up in costume or how should I dress up in costume and they had never been either so they're like we're not sure how many people are going to be dressed up so maybe just go this year without it so I went without without wearing costume just wearing you know a, a nerdy geeky kind of shirt and that was it um and I just, I looked around, everybody was in costume and I was like, all right, cool. This is good to know. Um, the following year, I didn't end up going to Fan Expo because I had a friend's wedding. Um, but the year after that, I started dressing up in costume and it was, I've loved it since. Um, then I became friends with a lot of people after that because one of my other friends had introduced me to uh, Face of Bows and a few other different cosplayers here. And they all were running a, like, um, a trivia night where everybody would dress up in costume and they have trivia. So I started helping out with, with that a little bit. I just started doing other things with them. And then all of a sudden I was just dressing up in costume all the time. Um, so it, it's like I said before, I started off with the love of, of just dressing up for Halloween. And I would get, I'd prepare all my costumes like months in advance and I would, I would absolutely love it. And I wished, I wished that I could dress up more regularly and then I kind of you know once I found out or fell into cosplay I kind of went oh okay so you can dress up every every day if you wanted to it doesn't have to be just a yearly thing and then I I, I kind of continued on since then yeah yeah it, it's so addicting what you once you start especially <laughs> if you you know love Halloween or something and you already have that in you like then you discover like oh there's this whole other world <laughs> out there for me and then exactly then you snowball and, <laughs> and avalanche and, and <laughs> exactly and then you're like why do I have more costumes than I have actual clothes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're like mm, this is a problem it's uh and it's funny when when you become friends with other people that also love cosplay even if you've done it once and they're they they've done it more often you automatically just start doing more and that that's kind of what 
how I got into it even more because I was doing it on my own, but not as often. And then as soon as I made friends with other cosplayers, there were photo shoots and events and different things that were going on throughout the city. And they would ask you to come with them yeah, and you would join in. Exactly. And then it just became like a year round thing after that. Yep. Yep. Man. <laughs> I just miss like go, dressing up and going places. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, it's so funny because I've saved a lot of money. Well, sort of because I still bought things, but saved enough, um, saved money, relatively speaking, because I wasn't going to any conventions and buying a thousand things that I don't need, yes. like artwork or just random things. Right. But at the same time, I miss just going going to a convention, seeing everyone that you know in costume and just kind of hanging around and doing your own thing and just feeling like you're with family. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird feeling not having that for a whole year. Yeah, we, we've mentioned um, how when we started the podcast, we thought, okay, we're going to go to conventions. We're going to have these funny stories. We're going to talk about like... <laughs> Um, you know, the cons and, you know, what we liked about them and the cosplays we put together and just, you know, and just talk about con life, basically, and cosplay life. And then we went to one convention early, early in the year, and then everything <laughs> shut down. And so we kind of, like, we made do with episodes. And then um, mm -hmm. we started doing interviews, which was great. And then we finally decided we were going to start doing these cosplay challenges, like challenge each other to different stuff and talk about right. our podcast. And I didn't realize how much I needed that this year. Like, we, yeah. I didn't buy anything uh, for, I don't think I bought mm -hmm. a single thing for mine. Like, we did, like, okay, you can only use stuff out of your closet to cosplay, right. like your cosplay yeah. closet. Or you can only use stuff at your house, not buy anything, but it can't yeah. be cosplay stuff. Like, and just right. like, using that creativity and, like, using it as an outlet. Yeah. Was, uh, we didn't realize how much we needed it, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I know there's a few of a few people on, on Instagram who are like, all right, we're going to do cl like closet cosplay challenges. And I, I'd get involved in them. And again, there was a lot of stuff that I'd already bought from before costume wise or, you know, things that I already had lying around the house. And it was just it was so much fun. I'm like, this is great. I got to I mean, it took forever to actually get the motivation to put on makeup or you know, get dressed up because living in pajamas every day, <laughs> you kind of forget about it. Yep. Um, but when you finally did get to do it and took pictures, you're like, hey, this was actually a lot of fun. And I, I really miss using that opportunity to to challenge myself or put things together. And you don't realize how much or how important it is to your life when it's completely gone yeah. until it's completely gone. Oh, wow. I, I really do need that creative outlet and I don't have it anymore. So it's it's been kind of it's been kind of good and bad, but I, I do miss it more than anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so how do you think that your life would be different without cosplay? Um, so definitely wouldn't have a creative outlet. Um, and I, I realized earlier on in my, in my life that I do need something creative um, to just help with mental health and, and all of that um, and just kind of keep me calm. So without it, I would have been, I, I kind of would have been lost in that, in that aspect. Um, another, I wouldn't have had, met all these wonderful people. Um, I've got to do a lot of different things and experience, you know, uh, a lot of different things because of all the people that I've been around. So I've got to you know, be in videos. I've got to, um, you know, be in photo shoots and things like that. And I wouldn't have had those opportunities. And I've always kind of liked being a part of, 
you know, acting and dressing up and all that kind of stuff, the storytelling in general. So without cosplay, I think I wouldn't have been able to access those, those, uh, those things. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd save a lot of money, but. Yeah, well, that, that too. <laughs> one, of, one of my coworkers. One of the other teachers. I, yeah, I was thinking when you're um, talking about like saving money in 2020, I was like, I don't think I did. Like I think I found I, stuff to... I, I saved, I saved a little bit, but not that big of, like it wasn't that big of a difference. It was just, oh, instead of, you know, spending it at a convention, I would justify buying a lightsaber because I'm like, well, I can do that now because I'm not going to a convention. So right. I'll spend money here. So I've kind of justified spending a lot more money on things that I still don't need just because I'm not going to a convention. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. been me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next question. What is your favorite part of cosplaying? Dressing up in different characters. I, I love just being a different character, um, especially kind of like being the evil characters because not that I'm an evil person, but it's fun to just act the part. Yeah. Because... <laughs> um, I would never like be. A, I would never want to be a mean person or just be mean to anyone. But it's like one of the challenges we did, um, like a an evil villains kind of cosplay uh, or a movie poster challenge. So I did a closet Maleficent and just kind of acting, and I was recording TikToks and things like that with it. But just kind of channeling that inner villain was kind of was a lot of fun. So that. Um, that acting aspect of it, I, I really enjoy because I don't normally get to do that. And I've always kind of wanted to do that. Um, even dressing up as a Disney princess and, you know, seeing all the kids around you getting really excited and being like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite character. And I remember I was like, that. I still like that. I see a character or somebody dressed up in my favorite character and I'm like, oh my God, my favorite character. And I've, I've had my siblings, anytime I've done that, they're like, you know, that that's not the real like actor or a character and I'm like I know but they're dressed up in the costume it's my favorite character and I'm just really excited right. so I really love that part of it dressing up getting other people seeing their face light up when they see their favorite character come to life that is probably one of my my favorite things yeah it's that that connection between you mm -hmm. and either another cosplayer or just someone yes. else at the, at the convention because like you said like you see you know that's not that character but if it is exactly. especially if it's obscure yeah you know like mm -hmm. you know it's it's like oh somebody else likes this thing that i like that not yeah. that many people like or you know that i don't know anybody that's into exactly it. and we talked with other cosplayers about the idea of kids coming up to you and just mm -hmm. like even if they don't say anything, just like yep. if they look at you with this like awestruck look, like yep. you're like, yeah, worth it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and I feel like going to conventions, I, it's hard to explain because a lot of my friends who don't do cosplay are like, well, what what exactly happens there? I'm like, <laughs> just feel like they're like, is it a cult? I'm like, no, it's just it's like you go when you're with like family, like people that you connect with. You you all kind of share similar that even if it's not the same thing that you're passionate about you have that sense of passion and wonder and mm -hmm. excitement and that I think essentially connects everyone there because everyone's just so excited about something about some things lots of things yeah and it's all under one roof and you know you're going to find at, at least one person who's going to like the same thing as you but will also be have that level that same level of excitement like you'll you'll squeal you got excited you'll just kind of be like oh my gosh this happened or I saw this person or I did this and the person that you're talking to will have that same level of excitement it's not going to be like okay you need to calm down kind of thing mm -hmm. 
everyone knows that. And it's happened so often where you, you'll sit and you'll talk to somebody and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so excited. And then you kind of look at them and you're like, you do realize that we're all the same, like we've all been that excited or are that excited. So you don't have to apologize, but we're so used to doing it. That it right. just kind of naturally to go, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm getting too excited. So <laughs> kind of being in a group where everyone just understands that you're going to get really excited and that's perfectly fine. Right, right. Yep. Oh, I get the negative one yep. this time. <laughs> what is Yay. Your least, least favorite part of cosplaying? The least favorite is probably some of the the drama or the negativity that goes on um, with, with cosplay. Like there's a lot of, you know, people just being like, well, a lot of the gatekeeping, that's, that's the word I was looking for, um, where people, some people will say, you don't look exactly like this character or this cosplayer is the best because they look exactly like the character and their their cosplay is the best. That kind of stuff upsets me because there are a lot of people who, I mean, I was, I was new. I'm still relatively new because I, there's still things I'm learning as I, as I go through this, but you know, a lot of people will think, oh, well, I bought my costume, so I'm not really a cosplayer. I just, I'm not as good as somebody else. And that feeling of not being as good as other people or other cosplayers is what I don't really like. I was lucky that the people that I was around were very supportive. And anytime I had those negative feelings where they were like, no, no, you're a cosplayer. You, this is cosplay. You're perfectly fine. Um, So I kind of want to pass that along as well, but that, that gatekeeping, I I don't like that aspect of cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, you know, that that's a toxic, you know, Mm -hmm. environment. um, Yeah. Keeping in the. Yeah you know, the, the racism and the, you know, mm-hmm. sexism and stuff that can be associated with, yeah. what were you going to say, Jesse? Well, I was just gonna, like, the, we've taught, like, that's a pretty common answer. That's, I think, the mm-hmm. biggest. Mm-hmm. And A, I'm always more impressed when somebody doesn't do, like, you know, look exactly mm-hmm. like the movie or whatever, because that right. generally takes more work Creativity. to yes. modify and to think of it right and to make, and it's also more unique. Like, you know, yeah. I've seen 800 Deadpools that are movie accurate Deadpools and a lot of, you know, like the Avengers that are, but like when someone puts a creative twist on it, I'm always more impressed right. by that. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of times people outside of the cosplay community that are like well you don't look exactly and also I mentioned this before but like nobody's ever going to look exactly like a fictional character like it's just you're not especially if it's a comic or a cartoon or an anime so like it it doesn't make any logical sense but I don't think the people that are doing it are logical like yeah they're just trolls (laughs) if they weren't being hateful to a cosplayer about their cosplay, they'd be hateful to some other random person on the internet yeah. about something like they just need that for like whatever's wrong yeah. with them. And then, anyway. and like you said, it's usually people that aren't part of the community to begin with. They have no idea. They're right. like they've never done cosplay in their life, and they're like, "Hey, you're the you're the worst at this." And you're like, "But you you don't understand. This is this is just for fun. It yeah. is yeah for yeah. fun. I'm not a professional. This, I'm not getting not paid. A competition. Yeah, you know, everyone's like, just doing is literally." In the right. name, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're just you're just doing your own thing. It's perfectly fine. If you don't like it, that's that's great. You just yeah. you move on and just let it go. Like there's you don't have to bother anybody about it. Exactly. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite cosplay that you've put together? So far, um, I really loved I did an armored Sailor Moon. Um and I Ooh. 
Yeah, it was the first time I put together foam armor and I was so proud of it. Um, yeah, I, I had watched a couple of videos from other other cosplayers who worked with foam. Um, again, Face of Bows helped me out a lot with, with uh, redirecting me with a lot of things as well. She's, She's another pretty cosplayer. cool. She's really awesome. Um, I'm one of the my, my favorite people. Um, <laughs> but uh, she helped me a lot with, with kind of where to look and what to do. So that was one of my first cosplays that I've actually put together and I absolutely love it. Um, I've only worn it once, unfortunately, um, <laughs> but I, I do want to wear it more than once at some point, just because I, I loved it that much. And the, the funny thing was, is that I wore it to Anime North here in Toronto and it was raining so much that day. Like it was on and off rain. And I was worried that all the paint would just kind of like melt off the, the, uh, the, the armor. Thankfully, mm -hmm survived and I like it there was no issue when I was taking off at the end of the day when I was driving home there was it, nothing ripped nothing broke and I'm like hey this is actually a pretty solid piece of work I'm very very pleased with my my handiwork it's probably one of one of my favorites so far in terms of building we love it when things don't fall apart don't we exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so once again I got the more uh mm -hmm. The more negative question, <laughs> do you have a least favorite cosplay that you've put together? The the only reason why it's the least favorite thing is because it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Um, so we were doing a like a fairy, um, Neverland fairy, kind of a pixie fairy, pixie hollow fairy um, group uh, photo shoot for one of the conventions. And I made wings, which were perfectly, they were fine. And for first time wing making, I was actually quite impressed, but they were huge. And so everyone kept bumping into them. <laughs> so I would be standing there and then someone would just like walk into the, the wings and I, I was afraid they were gonna tear because they, they had cellophane over top of them. So I was kind of really nervous. Um, the other thing was that the, the wig that I was going to wear, to I was going to style was actually too thin. And so it didn't end up working out. So I couldn't style it. So I had to use my own hair, which is fine, but I didn't prepare for that. And because I didn't pre prepare for it, I didn't get as much volume as I needed from my hair. So I was unhappy with that. I forgot to put on my uh, my elf ears when I got to the hall. I, like I was supposed to put them on before I left, but before but when we got to the convention, I'd forgotten to put them on. So I just kind of had to like place them on my ears and I didn't blend them in with my own ears. So it doesn't match really. And so it was kind of frustrating because I forgot a whole bunch of stuff. Right. So I think that's the only reason why it was my least favorite not because it was actually awful it was just because it didn't work out the way i wanted it to right right you had it in your head a certain way you wanted it to go and yeah exactly that so. happens yep um do you have a favorite crafting tool that like is your go-to or like something you just are you're like well this is what i've used for all of these things for the most part i mean i haven't I, i'm learning to sew so i haven't actually sewn anything yet but I've done a lot of like stuff with foam so um you know my my exacto knife kind of thing that is my go-to tool for all foam um the cutting mat it, it helps all the time and I kind of use that for really everything cause related or drawing or anything like that um there is uh heat guns I've, I've I appreciate my heat gun a lot <laughs> Um, those are kind of the main things that I've been using. And, uh, mm -hmm. oh, my, my, uh, my hot glue gun. Yep. That, there we go. <laughs> I, I forgot that that was my definitely, definitely my favorite. Um, cause I, we did a Amazonian cosplay and a lot of that was just, just glue. 
there's a lot of glue happening. And I, I looked at it the other day and everything was falling apart. I'm like, that's because it was just glue. It wasn't <laughs> as my, my Sailor Moon armor because I kind of cut corners and just glued a lot of things. And the, even the foam was thinner. So I'm like, yep, all right, that's note to self. I don't need to really, I need to be careful or, or if I'm going to make something that lasts, I have to not just glue it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite tip or trick that you use a lot during cosplay builds? Um, again, I've only done two armor builds and have not tackled sewing yet. I've cut out patterns for sewing and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then just I've chickened out. <laughs> and then I've just bought a whole bunch of patterns that I'm like, I'm going to do these and haven't yet, but we'll get there. I mean, in Jesse and I's opinion, cutting out the patterns is the worst part. Yeah. That's, that's what somebody else so. do. They were like, that's the hardest. And I'm like, it's been cut. I have fabric. I've just, I was afraid of cutting the fabric because if I cut it and I bought the fabric in New York and I'm in Toronto so I'm like I would have to go back and get it and I don't know if I could find it right that was the only reason I hadn't cut it and then the pandemic hit and I didn't get a chance to go to like Value Village or you know thrift store to buy just bed sheets that I could use to practice so mm -hmm. um, and then I just got a dress form too so that will help at some point in the long run um, but um, my favorite tip or trick with at least for foam armor is, um, you know, using a pattern is really helpful, but uh, even if you don't have a pattern, oh, my, sorry, the actual trick is um, using grommets and um, warbler to kind of help, help keep your, to, to tie up the back of your, of your corset foam armor. That really, one of my friends on Instagram actually helped me with that because I just had poked holes and did a warble and just poked holes and was like all right we're gonna tie tie it with lace and we're good to go and she's like no it might it might stretch a little from the heat on your back so if you put a grommet in it's actually gonna kind of so I'm like oh that's a good that's a that's a good tip so I've I've kind of done that for all of my armor builds and they've actually that part's lasted um it, it can be a little annoying sometimes when you're trying to hammer in the grommet a little because I've, I've gotten time it's happened where they kind of dented or, you know, it, it, the warblows kind of like went through the grommet. And so it's hard to put the string in. Um, so I'm still trying to figure that part out. But for the most part, the, the grommets and the warbler really helps to kind of keep it really secure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any cosplays or cosplays in mind uh, that you're just like super excited about? Anything you've worked on over the pandemic that you were hoping to wear this year and then didn't get to, or like I said, last just year. ideas last mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of ideas that I, I, I should have been working on during the pandemic, but I, I didn't, I, like I said, teaching took a lot of, a lot of time out of me. So I kind of didn't end up doing anything. And since I didn't have anywhere to go, I kind of procrastinated everything that I was supposed to work on. Yep. I am very excited <laughs> about things that I want to do. Um, in uh, Maleficent 2, there's different um, different fairies in the in the movie. So I bought some some wings where I was going to add on just foam onto it to make uh, to make feathers, to make into retractable wings. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of work on that at some point. Um, I'm going to eventually work on um, a Jedi Princess Jasmine costume. Um, Ooh. I'm kind of excited about that. I I purchased a few things to do a Tiana, uh, pirate Tiana. I already kind of have, have a skirt that works with it. So I just got a, I'm going to buy a shirt and a few other different things to kind of put together. So I'm looking forward to that one. 
Um, there is, there's a few other patterns that I bought that I want to put together for costumes. Like I bought a pattern for Belle's yellow dress that I'm really excited mm -hmm. to kind of start at some point. Um, I haven't done anything for it. I just kind of bought the thing and was like, yay, pattern. And that was about all I've done so far. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to kind of get, get working on that. And um, I think those are all the ones that I can remember. I, I feel like, oh, there was a, I bought a pattern for a, a an armored Elsa. So I'm excited to kind of work on that as well at some point. Yeah, you were ambitious. I mean, even just the planning of it, we planned stuff and then realized we weren't going to cause it. We're like, well, never mind. <laughs> I just And I keep, the thing is, is people are like, we have a group that's, I think it's just Disney princess mashup type things. And every so often someone's like, hey, want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. So I've, I think I've said yes to at least 10 or 15 different things. So oh, wow. I actually know what I'm, I'm, and I don't know if, at, at what point we're going to do them at cons if cons ever happen again this year but I'm like that's gonna be a problem when everyone's like all right we're going to do this at this con and I'm like I have like 15 different ones that I'm supposed to do for that day so, <laughs> so uh, kind of uh, really am ambitious there but yeah I just uh, I have uh, a lot of things that I want to do but haven't kind of gotten to do them just yet right oh it's me it's you um who or what inspires you uh um I guess everyone, at least in terms of con cosplay, everyone else kind of around me, any artist, um, I get a lot of my inspiration from. So if I see any artwork that will inspire me to, to do some, to put together a cosplay, um, other other creators, a lot of them are will post a cosplay and I'm like, hey, cool, I wanna do the other character in that, in that show or movie or comic. So a lot of just a lot of people around me have been inspiring me to do things, um, to to try harder, um, to to kind of try different things. I I know a lot of cosplayers who who do their own sewing and may not they they're not professionals and they they don't you know they they don't make it look difficult. And though I know it's not easy because clearly I haven't done sewing, so I can only imagine. Um, but they're they're super helpful as well. Like if I've ever wanted if I've ever had any questions or I need any help with anything there there have always they've always been there so uh, just a lot of the people around me are, are very inspiring yeah yeah I, I definitely think I get a lot of inspiration from uh different cosplayers and, mm -hmm. and just like you said artwork and all that yeah. stuff so yeah. for sure um okay do you have a favorite convention I've only gone well I've gone to a lot of ones in Toronto and I've gone to San Diego Comic-Con twice oh. and they're both different like Fan Expo is the big one in Toronto and I love that one mostly because I get to see everyone it, it just it always feels like I'm running around and it, it feels like a, a really busy time but it's fantastic because I get to be around all the people that I really care about Right. So I, I love that sense of being with family and people you really care about. And with San Diego, it's just, there, there's so much like hull age and there's, there's all that excitement and anticipation and you're not sleeping properly because you're just kind of running all over the place. So I, I kind of like them both for different reasons. Um, those are probably my two favorites, but uh, again, for both, for very different reasons. For different reasons. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer solo cosplays or group cosplays? I I don't, I, again, I'm so bad. I like both because um, I like doing things on my own as well. But 
um, just because you can you can try something new and, and do something different. But with group cosplays, I just I like being part of something. Um, and if it's if it's for example, if it's like a group cosplay of Disney princesses, then a lot of the, the kids get really excited and people get excited to see the, the characters. Um, so I really enjoy like we did a, a group cosplay for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, yes. and that was probably one of one of my favorites because you've seen people dress up as Sabrina or maybe a few of the other characters, but having them all in one group at a convention was probably one of my favorite things. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that. I've, we've done quite a few, I've quite, I've done quite a few different group cosplays and it's always that same feeling of being a part of something that I really enjoy. And you get to hang out with people all day, which I absolutely love. So I think, I think I prefer, I, I don't mind doing solo cosplays, but I, I like the feeling of inclusion from group cosplays. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. What has been your most challenging cosplay uh, so far? Um, let's see. I think, well, there's one that I'm supposed to be working, that I was supposed to do and then just never ended up finishing. So I would say that that's kind of challenging because I <laughs> I was supposed to do a Masande cosplay from season eight. And I, like I said, I got the pattern from New York, uh, for the fabric from New York. I got the pattern, cut it all up. And I was like, I think this is fine. And I had to adjust the pattern that I was using to make, uh, to, do, to make the collar. And I wasn't sure if it was going to work well. So I'm literally holding it up being like, mom, does this look okay? And she's like, I guess so. And <laughs> I'm like holding it up. And she's like, it's, you're not holding it up properly. I'm like, I can't tell. So I got a, I got a dress form so that I could just pin it to it. So I could be like, all right, this is what it looks like. And then I can start cutting out the, the fabric, um, adjusting it afterwards. But I guess I, I never got around to that part because the pandemic hit. And then the, the cosplay, like the... Um, the group, the group photo shoot we were going to do, it came by really quickly. And I was like, well, I don't have time to finish this. So I guess I'm just going to use a backup costume that I had. Um, yeah. So that has been a little challenging. And um, the other one was when I was doing an Amazonian cosplay. Um, I had used really thin foam. I hadn't used the same foam that I used for my Sailor Moon armor. And it was harder to work with because it was harder to glue everything together because it wouldn't really stick together properly um, when I was using the... Um, like the, the contact cement, it wasn't sticking the way I wanted it to. Um, the Like I said, a lot of the stuff was just glued on kind of thing. And I was like, here, hopefully it stays. Um, while I was at the convention, the, the breastplate kind of tore, it tore a little. So I spent most of the time trying to put on like crazy glue just to kind of keep it together. Eventually I ended up switching into a different costume because I was like, I can't handle this all day um, because it's just going to completely fall apart. Um, so I think those were probably the two most challenging things I've I've had to deal with so far. Okay. If funds and time were not a factor, what cosplay would you want to do the most? So on my list, my my on my list is um, Belle's yellow gown, um, which, like I said, I bought the pattern. So I'm like, I'm going to hopefully get that one, uh, that dream cosplay completed at some point. Um, but Tiana's uh, ball gown, like wedding gown, I would love to do as well. That's on, on my list of things that I would love to do. Um, I just, I think a lot of ball gown stuff is what I would love to do and spend money on. Um, but I don't have, uh, I don't, I haven't gotten to that level of, of sewing yet, but I'm going to try. And if it yeah. looks like, you know, it 
the only way I can get better is if I try and, and fail at it, if that's, if that's the case. Um, so I'm planning on doing the yellow dress. I don't know how fantastic it will look. I don't know how much I'll be able to spend on it, but that is the one that, that is at the top of my list. Um, yeah, we were talking to some other cosplayers and that's been a popular answer. And like Jesse mm -hmm. and I said ourselves, like ball gowns are something you kind of mm -hmm. feel like you need to work up to, like, because it is expensive, all the fabric that goes into it. And then not only that, but the time of sewing, you know, that's a lot yeah. of sewing and, yeah. and skill that you may not have yet that, you know, exactly. I'm sure we're all very capable of it would just be the fact of actually sitting down and being like, okay, I'm doing this now. Yes, so. exactly. That's why I'm like, I bought the pattern. I'm like, all right, I have it. I have ideas of what I want it to look like. And I'm like, we'll get, go, we'll go from there. And in my mind, I'm, I like to like hype myself up being like, yeah, it's gonna be easy. It'll be fine. And then I know that once I get to it, I'll be like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Help me. And I feel like with the pandemic, I won't be able to go really anywhere. I'd be like, mom, help me. She's like, I don't know what to do either. And I'll be like, yes, help. So, I mean, I know I have friends who are like, hey, if you need any help, just, just, you know, video chat and we'll help you. We'll walk you through that kind of thing. Um, but it's still that I, I have that habit of if it's not going to be perfect, I will procrastinate it procrastinate until I'm forced to do it so since I don't have anywhere to go I'm just taking it easy because I'm like I don't have to go anywhere I don't need to do this yet so I'll just procrastinate until I do <laughs> um okay do you have a favorite con or cosplay related story um so last year before forgot last year we didn't do anything the year before <laughs> um, um we all dressed up as the, the uh, Shazam family and we went to go take pictures with Zachary Levi. Um, yes. And we were we had all, when you go to take group, group photos, they, there's a minimum of four. And we had, sorry, minimum, yeah, minimum four. We had six because we had all the characters. Right. So we were like, whatever, we're just going to go there and hope for the best. So we all walked up to the front and they, they let half of our group go in. And the, the woman that was staying there was like, oh, but we only have a minimum of four. So, you know, you can't. We, we can't let you all go. And so we, I think we had three or four of the people who had gone up and were taking pictures, standing and getting ready to take pictures with uh, Zachary Levi. And me and my other friend were just like, oh, I guess we can't do this. We, I guess, you know, we'll just, just stand here. And we we're both looking at each other like, should we just make a break for it and do it anyways? Or um, <laughs> I, I, I could sense that both of us were kind of like, do we follow the rules or do we just do whatever? And as we were kind of contemplating, um, Zachary Levi looked at both of us and he's like, because the other four were there and he's like, are you, are you both with this group? And we're like, yeah, it, yeah, all, all six of us are together. And he's like, well, then obviously you have to be in this photo together because <laughs> all of you are here. So we're like, yeah. And then so we looked at the lady. We're like, well, he said so. So she, she was like, I, okay, I, I guess so. So we all went and took a picture with him. And that was probably one of my favorite memories because she was, was she was so confused. She's like, wait, can I say no to this now? Like, I don't, I don't know. No, you can't say no to Zachary Levi. <laughs> That's exactly it. And we're like, he said <laughs> boss right now so you have to make him happy so sorry we're going so we ended up <laughs> taking a picture and then right after we bought we've gotten two group group shots so right after that we ended up taking another photo with him but with a few other people uh, like a different set of people and he comes over and he looks at me he's like you were me and another friend were had already been in the first photo and he's like you were already I'm like yeah we bought two and he's like all right cool fun <laughs> so yeah it was uh, that's probably one of my my favorite favorite memories that's awesome. I love Zachary Levi. He yeah. is a peach. Yep. 
Oh, what is something you would want to tell anyone who is just starting out in cosplay? Um, just, you know, have fun with it. Don't worry about, you know, your, your level of like of ability. Um, just, just go out there, have fun, whether you make your own costumes, buy them or anything, you are a cosplayer regardless. If you take time to put together the costumes, you take time to do the makeup, take time to do anything um, for the costumes, then you are considered a cosplayer and not to worry about what other people think because there will be a lot more people supporting you than people who don't. Hang on to the people that support you. They will, they will you know, be there for you thick or thin. Um, they'll be there for you and, and provide you that support. So just go out there, have a good time. Don't think about what other people will say. And yeah, that's that's what people told me when I started out. And I just want to pass that along to other people as well. I think that's good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Sheba, last question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in general, I guess. Uh, tell everybody, and it's not a question. <laughs> tell everybody um, where they can find you and your amazing work on social media. So um, on Instagram, it, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, it's hashtag perpetually single. For Instagram and TikTok, it's like the whole word hashtag written out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for YouTube, you can get by by just doing the hashtag symbol, um, but you should be able to find it regardless. And on Twitter, it's uh, Queen Sheba 24 Awesome. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on with us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And it was really nice to get to know a little bit more about you. Thank you very much for having me. And it was great talking to you both. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening in today. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed our interview with Sheba. Um, If you want to uh, suggest anyone uh, for an interview on the podcast, we would love to hear those suggestions. Um, And that's the kind of thing you could send uh, to our social media if you wanted to. But you can also just follow along with us there and see what we're up to. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, and we are on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. Uh, but you could also send that to our email uh, along with just a plethora of other things. Um, and that's where Jesse hangs out. Uh, yeah, so you can send us cocktail recipes or mocktail recipes I mentioned before in previous episodes. But we'd kind of like, I definitely cut back my drinking of alcohol way back in 2020. So, and we are aware that. Um, Not all of our listeners drink alcohol for various reasons, so uh, coming up with some mocktails I think would be fun. Also, we're just recording, sometimes we record two, three episodes, we drink alcohol for every one of them. Yeah, we like to, um, you know, with 2020, we aren't seeing each other as often, Mm. and so um, we prefer to record in person. It just, everything goes smoother, and and we have a better time doing it, and so... If we have the opportunity, we try to get as many episodes recorded as possible in a in a visit. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so that just means that like we might be doing two episodes in a day, yeah. which if we drink alcohol for both episodes, it's a hot mess. So, yep. um, yeah. Anyway, mocktails, mocktails. or cocktail recipes. Uh, we're still into traditional cocktails. So. Yeah, we are. Um, uh, cosplay challenges for us to do cosplay challenges that you have done. So especially if it's one that we did on the podcast, uh, cosplays you'd like us to feature that you're excited about, especially since there aren't really any conventions going right now. 
Uh, we'll put it on our social media, get it out to more, a few more people at least. Um, corrections, things we got wrong, things we said that were dumb. Uh, let us know and we'll fix it. Um, weird fish pics. Um, you could also send us weird uh, fish pics. Did I say weird? Fish you picks? did. Uh, nerd news. Um, yeah, anything that you think that the community, the cosplay and con community, would be interested to know. Yep, we'll put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We want to know. We want to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where do they send that to, though? Our emails: cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail dot com. Oh, that's gmail dot com. Um. Okay, are we done? I think we're done. I think so, too. Okay, bye. Bye.